Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this very special edition of Footy Prime the Podcast. The Tuesday edition. As many of Canadians across Canada have come this morning and yesterday to realize a true member of the Canadian zeitgeist is leaving Team Canada. Kimberly Clark has announced Kleenex brand facial tissue will no longer be sold in Canada. We'll keep you up to date with the details as we get more information. But for now, James Sharman, Craig Forrest, Jimmy Brennan, and Dan Wonger, let's get this party started. It's a great question, JC is posed there fellas like what will what will Canada could do without Kleenex there's other brands out there I'm sure there's other multi-million dollar deals on the table as well just waiting to be signed every every good football association needs a paper product do they not I agree yeah don't squeeze the Charmin <laughs> <laughs> I am available to wipe asses as you see fit. <laughs> so it's happened, boys. It's happened. Uh, that's JC, by the way. Wong is here. Craig Forrest, Jimmy Brennan, Shaman. Um, it's happened. Canada Soccer has said farewell to one John Herbin after 12 years in charge as Transit FC looked to John as the savior to turn this sinking ship around. Please don't go. Don't go. Do you think they were singing that to him? <laughs> Casey and the yeah, they were. Band. Yeah, that was yeah. the the that was the the pitch to keep him with Canada. Yeah. They started don't singing go that song. Away. Please don't go. John, we love you so. <laughs> we want you to know. Please don't go. That was exactly uh, how funny. the meeting went. Do you think uh how how does Ron Birdman feel about this? Well, okay. he's going to have a change of basements. <laughs> yes, a nice <laughs> Toronto basement. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There, there are two stories whole, here, right? There, there are he's two picking stories up here. his whole it's, family, it's, Charms. Pardon? He's picking up his whole family, right? They're moving. I, I, must I be don't moving know. Presumably, um, there's a press conference at three o'clock today, yeah. which I'll be at, and uh, we'll get more information. But presumably, listen, this is a full-time job, right? I'm sure the whole clan's coming to Toronto. Um, yeah, the two stories is Canada losing John Herbman and TFC gaining John Herbman, Jimmy. What, what would you say is, what is the bigger story here? Uh, 
a good one. Probably the, well, obviously the CSA. That's a big one. I don't know, Charms. Fuck, that's a good <laughs> good question because they're both, I mean, TFC's in, in desperate need of somebody to come in and, and correct the, uh, that organization and, and lead this team. And and the CSA, obviously, John's had some good, great success over the years with the women's program and the men's. Um, but maybe it's it was just time. Maybe John looked at it and thought, you know what? I, I took this national team as far as I could get it, took them to a World Cup. And, and now I want a, a new challenge. And, I mean, he always did mention that he wanted to get into club football. And, you know, the, the opportunity came where you're you're taking arguably the, the biggest club in, in Canada and, and one of the top top five clubs in, in MLS. It's a great organization. And, you know, I think this, this opportunity be, be good for him. And it's going to be a, a real test for him as well now um, with being a manager of, of a of club football where you're, you're training every single day. And it's completely different challenge than what it is with the national team. Yeah, Jimmy, how is that? Can you explain that a bit deeper? How is this day-to-day going to change here compared from, from being a national operator to to be well, national, national, national team obviously with the different cycles you, you, you might have you know a couple of friendlies that come up so you only get the, the team maybe for a few days before you or, or not <laughs> yeah or not or you get them you know for, for tournament play but with club football it's it's every single day now you're you're working you're on the training pitch uh, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes uh, and now it's managing and uh, and putting a plan in place where you know you've got a whole season of dealing dealing with with the teams with travel with games and it's it's an awful lot it is a lot for for a manager going through a, a regular season so it's it's going to be a different challenge for him that's for sure but i'm sure he'll be fine and i'm up for it craig you know you know john pretty well you know how how meticulous he is how devoted he is to his craft the amount of hours he puts in to international football how will that translate to club football? Uh, for him, well, because he's so intense. I mean, that's a full-time job. He made that national team job. And all this staff and everything else, they're also full-time. And it's intense. Uh, the big difference will be that he'll see the players week in, week out, as opposed to fits and starts coming in, five-day camp, playing some international games, see you later, making some phone calls to the players, checking out how they're doing in the meantime. But this isn't going to be more, you know, week in, week out. But I think it absolutely suits his personality, even maybe more than international football because of that, because I think he enjoys that intensity. And uh, I have texted with him a little bit since the, the announcement, and he's super, super excited about it. He's here, he's ready, he's super excited about getting the stadium going and, getting the support behind this team once again. But that won't happen overnight. I mean, it's going to be a very popular hire, I think. The fans mm-hmm. will buy in. I think you're going to see fans come to TFC games this season when otherwise they may not, given what's happened, because he's mm-hmm. on the sidelines. Um, although he's not taking charge till, I believe, October the 1st. So <laughs> there won't be that many games left. <laughs> I haven't even looked at the schedule, actually. Um, this is this is a long play, long-term play mm-hmm. here. Um, what is the time frame here? to turn this thing around and what is let, let, let me rephrase that what is a priority i was on a show last night and, and i suggested the priority has to be to sit down lorenzo insigne and, and bernadeschi and just find out if they're up for this or not and if not cut loose find a way um but that's got to be the key isn't it because okay ego aside 
The past is in the past. It's a fresh start with a new manager who's known for motivating players. Um, ideally, I think he'd probably like to have the skill sets available to him of Insigne and Bernadeschi, but yeah. he has to get them on board first. Isn't that the first uh, order of business? Yeah, absolutely. And one thing about the na- or different between the national team and the coaching is club level as well is that with the national team, you've, you've got these players and say you have a problem with one of your star players, say it's uh, Fonzie, for instance, uh, he has to be playing or part of the national team. You have to solve that problem. If Asinia decides that, you know, I'm not here 100%, I'm not, my mind's not in it, whatever, or any other player for that matter, you can ship them in, ship them out depending on what you're doing. So you can change them. National team, you're kind of stuck with your squad you got, even though uh, you have a pretty decent-sized squad. At least you, with a club program, you're going to have resources to basically go after just about anybody on the planet outside of Messi and Ronaldo. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, so so you're, you're a coach. Um, you walk in that room on the first day of training or you meet with the players. You've got Michael Bradley. 300 appearances he's been the face of this this club for years he's been arguably the most important player in club history then you got the the italian fellas with all the skills but all the ego then you got the uh, the ozos of the world who do you need on your side straight away you need them all on your side straight away so for me i would be having conversations with with bernadeschi and Sydney right away you know a few days even before i got in there or i'd be as soon as I get announced, I'm trying to reach out to the players and have conversations with them. You're in town, go meet them, go have a go have conversations, go have lunch, get to know them, understand them, find out what's going on and why they're not performing. Uh, find out why the, the camp doesn't feel uh, it, it's there's no it doesn't seem like there's energy and uh, I'd want to understand everything that's going on and find out who they are as individuals and see if I can get the best out of them. So right away, you know, your first day of training, you kind of have an understanding of, the, of who the players are and what their needs are. Um, and then try to get them going because at the end of the day, you need you need all the players on your side. You need them to, to back you. Um, but I think you've got to go in there with the right approach. And uh, it's not like the old days where a manager comes in and you can yell and scream and... and um, and try to get them going that way today. It's, you know, this, the psychology of, of players is completely different from, from, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Now you have to understand who they are as individual and what motivates them. Um, so those conversations are crucial when you first take over that job to, to really get a better understanding of, of these players. Yeah. If you're in it, you know, if, if you're one of those players and you, the question will be asked, if you, we, I want somebody that wants to be in, Full in, like two foot in. If you're in, you're great. We're going to work with you. We're going to work as a club. You can be part of it. If you don't want to be part of it, there's the door. Yeah. Let's make a let's make a plan to get you out of here. Yeah. And I'm sure when John Mark, no good having players around us that aren't. uh, No, you've you've got to get rid of them if they if they're not going to buy into what you're doing. Um, But I'm sure John will walk in the dress room. The first thing he'll probably say is, "Look, it's a clean slate for everybody now. Forget about what's been going on." the turmoil that's that's been around this club it's a clean slate and let's let's work now what does a Jordi accent sound okay, like he's... in italian <laughs> <laughs> okay but you're right i'm sure that's what he'll tell the players it's a clean slate show me what you have for the remainder of this season you know no expectations we're not gonna make the playoffs but you know he's spoken to terry dunfield in depth 
obviously he's spoken to Bill Manning, the staff there. He, he has a pretty good idea of who's toxic in that room and who's not, right? He must have a yeah. pretty good idea of who he needs to move out at this point. How much can he really learn between now and then? It's been a disaster of a season. We know the stories, right? He knows damn it more than we do already. So do you think the players will buy into this? Fellas, it's a clean slate. Show what you got and maybe you'll stick around. Do you think really they, they'll buy into that? I wouldn't. Why wouldn't you? Because it's John Herbman. You, you've done a bit of research. You know that he comes with that reputation of, of being meticulous in his details. He's not just jumping on this ship, not understanding what's happened so far this season and who's been a dick and who hasn't. Yeah. And who's stormed off the training pitch and who's quit and who's faked injuries. He knows by, this. Uh, hey, by the way, he, I spoke with Terry. He didn't, didn't storm off the pitch. He that was all, no, that was all rubbish. So what happened? Uh, Terry spoke to him before training and they, they were talking about loads and minutes for training. So as soon as, soon as he hit the, the time and his loads, that was it. He was, he was off the pitch. Terry already had a conversation with him. He didn't storm off. So the, the media, story media just blew that. No, so it wasn't true. So TSC should deal with that, though, right? They should announce that's that's bullshit. That story in that case. Yeah. Unless there's a bigger play here, and that is to usher certain players towards the door. Well, Terry did say his eyes were too close together, and he couldn't <laughs> trust them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ron Berman should be the first person to address the players, not John. Just go in there, <laughs> like a tornado, <laughs> and just cause some shit. Whiskey well, that, bottle in hand. I think as well, you know, with Insignia, you know, I think he'll probably like working with uh, with John. They're pretty much they're the same height, aren't they? So it's that kind of... We I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. And Helps. respect you're going to have for one another. But Terry's not right. To <laughs> so that's that's the TFC side of things. We're going to hear more, obviously, today. Um, from the Canada side of things, Craig, do you think, I mean, listen, the narrative is Canada soccer has no money, he's being mismanaged, and therefore John Herbert's had enough and he's jumping ship, which I'm sure there's a lot to that. But I'm going to ask this question of him today. Um, do you think he would have, jump to this opportunity even if Kandasaka was was stable do you think he's taken this team as far as he thinks he can mm, another very good question I, I'm, I'm not sure that that would be the case uh, I've always said that it's uh, that national team program was really important to him uh, both dealing 
you're going through with the women and the men as well. Um, and with 26 coming up, that's a very, you know, unique situation where you're hosting a World Cup and playing at home. It does not happen very often. And, you know, I think he was excited about the squad. He should be. Um, plenty of excitement about them. But it's also got to have driven him crazy when he's thinking that, and we, he mentioned it after the Nations League, that, you know, if we're going to be a contender, um, we have to take this more seriously and we have, to, we have to change our ways. And that clearly is not going to happen anytime soon. They have a contract uh, organized. There's, there's definitely, in my opinion, there's uh, rifts in the dress room and, you know, pulling here and what, what, what this money is, is this equality money and all this different things. It's, it's just nothing is good about what's going on behind the scenes that told me that why he would want to stay. And that was the first time the TFC thing came up that, you know, I was saying to Dan yesterday that, you know, I never thought it would happen until this was the first time it made sense. Um, he'll have a nice long contract and he'll get the resources and, He's dealing with an organization that are deep pockets that support their coaches and the club. And they do it with the money too as well. So I think he's in a really good, a completely different situation that uh, I think he'll he'll quite enjoy at least uh, until the real pressure starts if there's not an improvement. Jimmy, was it a job that he just couldn't say no to? Regardless of the situation back home? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. I, you know, I think if, you know, being a manager of that national team program right now, you look at the players that you have, uh, you've got a good squad, you've got some good young players coming through, but, you know, if you don't have the resources to prepare properly and improve that program, then you're stuck. You're stuck. You see, it's, you're, you're not going to go any further. And I think John's probably looking at it thinking, you know, we've got no money, we've got no resources. You know, I can't prepare the way that I want to prepare, which means that, I, there's a likely chance I'm going to fail. And with TFC, it's going to be the complete opposite now. You're taking a team that's uh, lower than it's ever been. Um, you're with an organization that's got loads of money. They will give you all the tools and resources to be successful. Um, and it's a, I think it's a perfect situation for John. And I think the timing's bang on. And I don't think there's any manager out there that was with that national team program if this opportunity came up, wouldn't jump ship and take over that TFC job. He took that job so seriously, that national team job, that he was pounding the concrete, asking and begging for money, for support for him, this national team, the program, his passions, the players' passions. For 12 I mean, years. Think about that. An international manager. There's not a... Yeah, right. Un- unbelievable. And that was the only way that he could have a staff that was professional enough to get this team to the World Cup. He did that on his own. Yeah. It's quite incredible. I think I think what the CSA is going to do now is Morrow's Morrow's got the the interim. He's a great guy. Send him a text and wish him all the best. It's a great opportunity for him. And if you're the the CSA, you know they've got no money. I think they'll let him take over for for quite a while now, and then slowly bring in a manager that they feel fit. But I think Morrow will be in there for some time. Well, listen, ask they're this? not going to oh. get a big. Sorry, go ahead. So I was just—is this an indictment, though, a little bit of the CSA that John? I know he stayed around, but every day, every week, there's another. How many shoes have been dropped from the men's team to um, you know everyone has 
interim in front of their names so things don't get done, audit from the government that still hasn't been resolved. Is this basically also, you know, symbolic of what how shambolic it is at CSA, him leaving? Yeah, yeah. it's a straw that broke the camel's back. I think well, the, the, the last one was the September window where we couldn't fulfill it to get games, proper games to even start to prepare for 26 down the road. Yeah. I think that might, you know, it's, it might've been the, the last one, but. Well, I think the, the other thing with the CSA now is, is Jason D- Divas with, will he leave and eventually find his way in TFC with John Herman? Yeah. They've got a strong connection. They've got a very, very good connection. There might be opportunity for, for Jason to, well, that would be symbolic sure as well. <laughs> in that What's case, that? Wonga, you, I mean, that's the term you used to turn there symbolic. I think you're right there. I think, as we kind of discussed, the easy, the easy excuse here is to, to blame the CSA for letting this guy go because of their own, you know, problems, right? But like we discussed, this job comes up. John Herbert may have left anyway. It's a big enough job, but that won't appease many people who will say no. He was forced out. Right, because of the situation, and it didn't help. There's no doubt about it. If, if listen, this is pure speculation. Jimmy mentioned there, you know, if Jason DeVos follows him down the road, that's a statement as well, right? But that hasn't even been rumored just yet. But we can see the connection there, certainly. And you do wonder what John's, mm-hmm. what his power will be at TFC, right? Jason Anders is, is GM right now. The, he's not just taking the head coaching job, right? I don't care how they they frame it. He's going there with power to to rebuild this club. I would mm-hmm. think is he not? I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know, Sharms. I don't know. Um, and the reason being is, I think Bill Manning got burned the last time with Bradley when he gave him all the power and the control. Mm-hmm. And I think Bill now has learned from that, and I think he'll bring John in and say, "John, you coach. That's it. You look after this team." And I think Bill will plant people in place around the team. Um, that he feels fit that will do certain jobs because uh, with the other the other way that they had it with uh, with Bob, Bob had total control of the whole club and it, it didn't work. So Bill had nothing to do with Insignia and Bernadeschi. No, of course he did. He he brought in brought in those players. Okay, I just thought it was Bill Bob Bradley. No, no Bill, Bill, Bill 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 and Bob obviously. Remember the whole remember the whole transfer in. market. Yeah. Um, story. Who's available with Bob's backing, obviously. Yeah. Um, my bet is during the press. My bet is during the press conference. John will not put the CSA in a difficult position. Whether 100%. you know what I mean? I think he'll he'll take the high road there, and that this was something he was going to do anyway. It was just such a great opportunity, and yeah, be the blah blah blah. Yeah. Hey, Craig, yeah. is he? Do you think he's? Relieved that he didn't say yes to New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, at that time, you know, TFC weren't in this state, right? When that story broke, mm-hmm. it was yeah. an optimistic, exciting season ahead. Yeah, I did actually get a chance. I talked to Jason DeVos about the CSA thing, and uh, you know, he was had no intention, certainly at this moment. Um, didn't indicate one bit that he was going to leave the CSA. He's quite enjoying that position and trying to piece it all together, which is a, a big challenge for him. But it must be a again, 
Yeah, we'll see. Right. <laughs> Enjoying it. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? It's a, it's a huge story. Um, two stories, really, in one. And uh, we're, we're here with John says today. We will regurgitate that on the next podcast, of course. But uh, I think if you're a TSC fan, you have hope again, certainly. This is uh, exciting. Um, and for John Herbman as well. Listen, it hasn't been the greatest few months for him either, right? Since the World Cup. Wasn't but Charms, can I ask? Can I ask? Doesn't it feel like TFC won something here compared to what CSA? Like you know, you're like when people move on. Sometimes it's the time to move on. It really feels like CSA lost in oh yeah something. They right? have lost. They've lost um, a man that reshaped the whole way the game is yes. run in this country. Yeah, and I think right? that and you can criticize huge. him for all you want for the World yeah. Cup, yada yada, right? But John Herbman, um, him coming aboard at that level was the tipping point in many ways for Canadian soccer, I think, at that level for both the women and the men. Wasn't perfect, right? But it was pretty damn good. Yeah, he carried them up the mountain. Yep. He certainly did. Yep. And uh, you're right, Jimmy. I think Moro Biello would be a great, great choice. I hope they stay in-house. Listen, they're not gonna, they can't afford a big name. They can't. That's not happening. Unless some massive sponsor arrives out of the blue. So sorry, Carlo Ancelotti is probably going to take the Brazil job over Canada. Sorry, everyone. Just so you know. Even though <laughs> some fans, oh, Carlo can come. No, not happening. Um, but Mauro Biello, um, good football man, knows the landscape really well. Um, it'd be nice for them to look at other Canadians, at least interview them for the job. Canadians with history mm-hmm. in this country. It'd be nice Nick to see uh, pathway Jimmy for Brennan, those, those guys got to get a get a look in there somewhere as well. I would, I would love to get involved with that national team program. Would love see, to. Jimmy has thrown him his, his shoe in the race. He started to lobby. But he bloody well should. He should speak to him. For sure. There's and everyone should buy a Charmin's like proper pie. What's that? <laughs> everyone should buy a Charmin's proper pie. Jimmy should get a job interview for TFC and for Canada Soccer. And Craig Forrest should start um, working at the zoo so he can become enamored with the giraffes and everyone should start gambling on Tony bet and watching on Fubo TV. That's right. Something things just make sense in the world. But yeah, listen, I mean, listen, the CSA, they know Jason DeVos knows the landscape. He knows who's in this country, who's played the game, who's coached at this level, who has that football IQ they need to tap into. Here's an opportunity. Look at it as an opportunity. You have to do that. You can't look at it as, as a loss. It's a chance to, to interview some people in the game. Uh, the CPL is a pathway for players, right? Why not coaches? There's no reason why that can't be the case. So uh, I think, Jimmy, you could be right there. It could be a, a long play here. Um, yeah. Put Morrow in charge for the foreseeable future. you got Copa America next year, right? This isn't a poison chalice at this point. It's not great, but there's some, some real traction to why you might want to take this job. Copa America, home World Cup. It's pretty cool. So there'll be a lot of people, uh, I think, throwing their names forward. But yeah, talk to everyone and look at it really as a, as a great opportunity to move the game forward. All right. Well, listen, we'll get to more on this uh, later this week in the podcast. Any, anything else you guys want to get to regarding this situation before we say farewell? Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. This one was quick and dirty, as Sharm said in our dark web. And so we apologize because it was quick and dirty. 
but we were satisfied. And that's the most important thing. <laughs> We've all got a smile on our face. <laughs> I'm going to light yeah. a smoke. <laughs> Craig starts all right again congratulations John Herman uh, we'll get you on the show hopefully so that those TFC allow um, members of your club to come on our show after the terrible things you said over recent months I'm sure they will. all right players follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG good job boys that's great nice 365 day returns.